Supercoach time. Yeah. I, should, I used to have better piano music. I'm pretty sure nobody's ever used that intro for a Supercoach show. No. So that's <laughs> fine. But I used to have the better piano music. I think it's on your roadcaster. It yeah, it is. Oh, that's cool music. I, I think I've it. got the the two that we've been looking for on that roadcaster. Too, yeah, I need yes, yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, yes. excellent. We're here to do, talk about supercoach. All right, don't mind us. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about supercoach. So, uh, Daggy Barney with you, and uh, thank you for joining us on YouTube, Spotify, and all good anyway, all good podcasts are found. We spent two hours with GT and um, Danon. other GT, Dane, <laughs> on my deck talking about all things Supercoach about a month ago. We did. And the idea of this is now we've seen all the trials. Yep. We've seen what we need to see. Where are we pivoting? Where are we looking? What have we learnt since? Uh, we've decided – I've got a few notes here, but we're just going to go dive straight to positions. Yep, 100%. We've decided the easiest way to keep us in some sort of order because um, for those that know – when you've seen me in action after a few beers, especially <laughs> when Ollie's here, actually, uh, this can go anywhere. So we're going to stick to position by position, and I can throw my notes in. That said, Absolutely. I just want to ask, um, having looked at draws and having put things together, are there any teams you think uh, you're sort of quite interested in now? Or well, Cronulla and Warriors mm. basically do have the best draw, draw for the entirety of the competition. So the two that I'd be... Um, trying to cherry pick a few players out of. Um, <clears throat> Parramatta have a pretty decent start to the season, and I believe the Cowboys do as well. So, out of those four, there'd probably be a few blokes making up some spots in my team. It's also relative, but I, I sort of have fallen a little bit in love with the Dolphins and Titans draws. Yep. But it is the Dolphins and Titans, so. You know. And there is a buy in there for the uh, Titans, Titans round two. Yes. yes. So. As I said, all being relative, but they're the other two that I have now switched my focus towards. You've covered the others off. Let's kick off, though, if we do stick to our stringent position-by-position position look. We're going to have a look at the top five ownerships in each position, give a yay or nay, and then uh, have a look at where we're looking. All right, if we're going to do this, uh, Hooker, let's start at the start. Where Harry Grant, 30%. Brendan Hands, 20%. Jake Bradley, 16 Appy Coruscant, 13 who took the big step after he kicked in the trial. Mm-hmm. And Cheese, still 8%. Uh, 8.4. Joey Lussick, 8.3. So I imagine a lot of people looking at Lussick and Hands being interchangeable should there Correct. be a decision one way or another. Mm-hmm. Fair. How are you seeing that? Well, I dare say, yeah, that, um, that ownership from Lussick and Hands will... Significantly shift one way or the other, depending on on, on team list Tuesday uh, next week. Um, Harry Grant is um, it will be a must at some point in the season. Uh, for mine, I'm going away for the first month. Uh, a just really t- tough draw. I know he does play extremely well against tougher opposition. Everyone. Yeah, just, just everyone all the time. But um, just trying to save a little bit of bank for the first few weeks in the competition, and then yeah pick him up a little bit later, but um, would never tell anyone not to go and buy Harry Grant. And I know you were asked this, and we'll get this out of earlier, you were asked this uh, by Munster Mash yes. on Munster the Supercoach Hub yep. about uh, how you're going to, tr- or how you're treating, or you, I asked you to ask this, actually about the buys. Um, are you jumping at shadows with buys, or are you just thinking early buys? Not early. Good? 
early buy would only persuade me if I was worried, if I was 50-50 on the decision, to be honest. If I've got somebody that I want in my team and they've got an early buy, they're going to be in my team. Yeah. And I'm just going to have a look around, um, you know, the play around. It's only one week, realistically, you, you need to cover. You might drop 30 or 40 points, but if you think that that person is going to be averaging 60 or 70 for every other game that they play, there's no point leaving them out of your side. And specifically, what are you doing with West Tigers players this year? With round one by? It's not is a huge different? amount of them that interest me too much at the moment, especially after what I saw. Um, the one guy I do have in my team at the moment is Safarth. Uh, just a silly price if he's going to be playing 60-plus minutes at lock. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'll find someone to fill his position in for their first week. Uh, same with Appy if you're... Keen and you expect him to go to his average or higher for the season, pick him and find a replacement for round one. I it was bullish on Appy. Um, I think I think everyone's jumped straight into things and kick goals. In fact, and rightfully so. And maybe more excited. But the round one by I'm treating the Tigers now as a nice stepping stone. Because you're gonna be a week behind everyone in price changes. You get a week. So you get a week, week to, to just look. You can they can come in. You can just go. You know what? They're fucked. Leave me out. Or you can, you can then pick up before their price changes. Yep. So that's why I've looked at. It. I, as everyone knows, was very bullish and happy to study. I, I still generally believe he's. I'm gonna say the best hooker in the comp because Harry's pretty bloody good. But he's if he's his best hooker in New South Wales, mm. and probably the second best hooker in the comp. Uh, they've got a mountain to climb, but kicking is a massive tick. 180k cheaper. And he's 180k cheaper. So I was very bullish, but I've actually gone away from him, in my opinion. Um, from those top five you mentioned, are you looking away or are you, where you got, you've got rid of, you've, you've panned Harry, so where have you gone? Well, I originally was looking at Jeremy Marshall King, but he's yeah. done nothing in the trials or the, the second trial to make me feel that that's going to be in that? And he played about 30 minutes, mm. but um, he was directly up against the opposition that I've gone with and um, losing Tom Gilbert for mine really makes a bit of a hole in that front row um, kicking the front door down, which is exactly what you want for your hooker to get out and start running and providing opportunities. So I've gone with the Warriors. I've gone with Wade Egan. And if you can't have much of a better forward pack to kick the front door down for you to get out and start running. And he looked quite good. He only had, again, only played about 20 or 30 minutes, I think, and um, did look really good when he did get out and start running. And you know he's going to make a whole heap of tackles as well. So It's funny. I went away from Harry, I went away from Appy, and I bought both of the two blokes you just said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, you, you've put a bit of... And I know what you're saying, but I, I'm in, a little more in love with the draw than the setup for the Dolphins. I think they've got a great start to the year. And I think he will find some crash plays along the way. Um, I'm going with both, um, and maybe overplaying my hand in hooker position potentially when I could just buy a nerd and yeah, I'm looking for the Harry. likes of hands or someone but to save me some money in my second hooker. Absolutely. Position. So, but I am looking at Wade Egan now. And last year, he got he kicked off the season with a 99, an 88, a 71. Didn't play against the Dogs. A 64. Uh, had some injuries. A 61. Uh, came back after some more injuries at 61 and 77 against the Dolphins and Canberra later in the year. He's, I still think he's the most underrated player in the game. Uh, I'm sticking with him for everything you just said. If they're knocking the door down, they love their crash plays, or he's going to – if Johnson runs if Johnson or... runs from first receiver, well, there's a try assist yep. or a try involvement. If he goes wider to Metcalf, there's a try involvement. So 
Uh, I'm all over Egan. Short uh, ball for try assists. And then you can have Barnett. Crash over you can himself. have Barnett, Nicole, Fanua Nicole Ray, Fanua Blake, Torhu, all hammering the door down. So he's number one. Yep. I've gone Marshall King, but perhaps you're not wrong in the fact that at 640k, it's probably overplaying what money they can spend elsewhere. Just looking here, um, one that's popped out of nowhere. If Carl Lawton ends up playing, starting, well, even we started but playing, yeah. even playing 40 minutes off the bench at near base price, 238k, he only needs to make you 30 to 40 points a week. Yep, was quite good before he got injured last year. Um, could easily put up 40s every week and make you some money um, to play with later on down the track. Absolutely. We're just looking through this from last year. What's upcoming fixtures from last year. But I'm year. also looking at Hands or Havili as, as yeah. those cheaper guys that are going to hopefully make me some money and I'll play around with them later on. But I almost treat Hooker like my fullbacks. That they're the two, at the end of the day, you want to have two guns that are going to make you the high 80s, 90s. I've gone halves and, uh, halves and fullback this Fair year. Enough. But, yeah. yeah, that's uh, where I've spent about three and a half million in my halves and my, my fullback. So, so is everyone else. Yeah. Have you got a pod out wide or are you anyone else that's Well, that was, that was the one um, for my, for mine uh, would be Carl Lawton. Yeah. If he does get some time at hooker. If he's playing, you know, 20 minutes at, in the back row and then 20 minutes at hooker, then I think that's a, a pretty safe pick, really. At 3% Damien Cooks. It, it's a weirdy because at 3% Damien Cooks, a, a justifiable pod. Mm-hmm. But you're forking out 660 for the pleasure, and not everyone has that money, do they? Nope. I, I really wanted to like Reed this year, uh, as I talked about in our review show. I just haven't seen enough. Copping a couple of penalties. Yeah, I think he was it, top. He was up on the top of the yeah. list for missed tackles, and yeah. Yeah, and all that being said, if you want Harry, cool, go for your life. You're not going. You're not Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely, just. Hope that you don't have to swap him out at any point during well, the year. The, the problem with Harry is you lose him for, for yeah, but you can, you can else, find someone during our of course. You can. Front row, Sam Hughes, thirty-seven percent ownership. Payne House, thirty-four point eight. Viliami for Fita, thirty-two. Ruben Cotter, twenty-six. Willison, twenty-two. Lenu, twenty-one. Tino, nineteen. Uh, as the uh, Ruben and Tina are the only jewels, and for feeder action, are the only jewels in that top rank. Uh, how have you sized these ones up? And price-wise, we've we've talked about, but just highest price: Tino, Haas, Fidel, Blake, Tarpane. Well, three of those blokes out of the seven you mentioned are there solely based on price. Um, Sammy Hughes killed it during the trials and looks every bit of a first grader. So I think he's gonna, his ownership will probably even go higher. Once he's named in the Bulldogs team, especially oh, if, he if, he a, starts, if he gets a start, if he starts, it'll be, be ridiculous. He'll probably be the most owned in, yeah. in the entire entire game. Um, out of those seven you mentioned, I want five of them, but I can only pick four of them, <laughs> yeah. and I can probably only afford three of them. So <laughs> I've gone with um, Viliami Fafita. Looked fantastic in the trials. He's burnt heaps of super coaches over the last twelve months being promised as the next big thing and not getting game time and or getting game time and scoring two or three points. I think he did on one occasion, but from everything I've seen from him, I think he gets a spot in that rotation and at bottom dollar, all you need is 20 points. So yeah, it's a spot. It's a, it's a spot holder in that forward position has the second row option as well, where you can switch players when you've got buys and injuries and whatever in between positions. Um, 
Cotto, I couldn't tell you not to pick him. You know he's going to get through a mountain of work. Payne Haas is the best forward in the comp. Um, and if you want him and you're happy to pay out, shell out and hold him for the season, then do do so. Like I've, I've thought about it a million times and I might even try to find a way to go back and do it. But yeah. I haven't done it at the moment. Xavier Willison looks every bit of first grader also. Um, he, he probably looks the best out of the three cheapy options, to be honest. He looks like he's got a bit of X factor about him as well. It's just about the minutes that he's going to play. But at, the, at his price, uh, I think everyone will have him on the bench at least, maybe even starting. Spencer's an interesting one. The minutes when Jared comes back is the only real problem there, I think, because he's priced at that option, whereas if he's only playing 30 or 40 minutes, it's probably not enough to and get even if the he money starts, out of him. As I said, I, I feel like he's not going to play. He's never going to play an hour. Mm. It, with and that's him, what and you even with Jared back, really. Jared might start off the bench and, and they switch a room or whatever, but. And at, thir- I, I, yeah, at three thirty, he's priced to play about half an hour. So if he plays 40, 50 minutes, there's some upside and you might make a little bit of money out of him. But I don't see him exploding and making huge amounts of money. Whereas there's potential with the likes of Hughes and Willison to do that. So that's why I've gone that way. And Tino's a set and forget as well if you want to go and get... Fork out yeah, I've, got him, I've actually got him a back row. I think he's slightly overpriced at the moment and you might be able to get him a fraction cheaper. They just have such a great a draw. In. They just have um, such, such a good draw in it all. Uh, I I loved what I saw out of Parramatta. Mm-hmm. So I went back to RCG. I, I'm thinking he is owned by... Let me find him. He's down the list. Uh, he's owned by 1.7% of people. Yep. And he is priced at five eighteen, but he won't he won't lose money. No, absolutely. But if he does, it'll be eight grand here. He'll pick it up next week. He he can score the odd. He'll Potential score a try of once 80s. a month. Uh, he gets through a mountain of work, and I liked Russell of Parramatta. They got a fantastic start to the year. So for me, I went with him, and I just put me comfy old blanket on and put my should average out. above his fifty one break even. Generally punches out sixties most games. Can get up to towards a hundred if he does score a try. Yep. Um, and that's where I've gone with my main pick for the front row is Nelson. Mm-hmm. So, similar deal, owned by 1.9%, very similar price. He's actually a K and a half, a 2K cheaper than Regan. Um, break even a 51. As a jewel, I can't believe he's only at 1%. I, 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 I've it's, got him. Just under 2%, yeah. It's, it's madness. Um, I've put me a comfy old blanket on and put uh, Mofod Awaker in a front row too. Under 1% ownership. Yeah. He's 560. He will not lose off that. He might play our edge and he might not. He's in and around conversation, but he makes three tackles a set. He doesn't mm-hmm. ever cause any errors. And you got to remember, for a lot of time that started last year, he wasn't even starting. And yeah. I think now he's got the fa- I think Des will start him. Um, and I'm I'm more than cozy with my front row. Uh, and obviously, I've got Hughes. Uh, interesting, and it's a bit of a gamble because I need to put some cheapies in somewhere else. I'm looking. At one of the Fainu boys, the other lesser, lesser spruced Fainu boy, mm-hmm. um, actually was more impressive of the trials. I thought, but yes. we'll see. It comes out of that, but um, um, predominantly, if Hughes grows into what we think he can be and is given the chance to, then it's a very happy front row for me. Tom Ilay, I think we'll get a lot more minutes in the Warriors this year than he has done previously. Uh, half a percent ownership at the moment, two hundred ninety k. So he's priced at around 28 points a game, which is not far off cheapy status. And I dare say he'd be making 40s most weeks. So someone um, is a bench spot. 
Is there any other? No, it's a tricky one, and but there hasn't been anyone really bashing the door down from uh, a cheapy point of view, apart from Sam Hughes, a Willison. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyone else you you would suggest to people if you're not doing it yourself? Um, Stefano. Well, I think at forty-eight. Absolutely, I think he should yeah. average around sixty. He's going to have a bigger role to play in this. Yeah, he's my, he's my stepping stone. Yeah, you get a week yeah. to do it. Four ninety-five. That buys a kill. But it's not quite cheapy options. So, but it, it you could if you get real lucky, you can pick and flick on someone yeah, early. No, absolutely. Um, there's not yeah, not a great deal. Um, Willison hype's probably fair enough. Uh, let's just look through this. Yeah, not an else. Not a lot else for me from the front row. Second row, the the arguably hardest position on the field. Yep. Let's look at this and change my filter. And if I saw it by ownership, we're going Ben Trevojevic, forty five percent, rightfully so, is earned. That edge spot from all reports looks good. The other thing that doesn't get mentioned a lot, but over the years, Luke Brooks hooks up better with those sort of flat running front row, uh, yeah. back rowers, your Luke Garners, your Ben Travoy, if it's a flat ball rather than a, a bloke that relies on early ball. So he's, he's, he didn't, you know, for example, last year he didn't combine great with Bateman or Papali, but with Garner, if you go back even when McKaylee was at the Tigers actually and, and blokes like that, I think it's a right, he's a right bloke to have yep. there. So that's fine. Sean Lane, we know, is discounted. For feeder, we spoke about. Pia Cora next and Ruben Cotter at 26%. Jed Cartwright, 25%. Josh Curran, 25%. Tino, 198 Beau Fumer, 191 What are you thinking in terms of those numbers? In terms of the toppies, anything else you want to brush get involved with or avoid? Obviously, we've, we've, gone we've lost Fafita for, for, for six weeks, potentially. Yeah, correct. Um, so yeah, he's a he's a no go for at least four or five weeks, depending on what you want to do. Um, I've gone with Ben Trevojevic, but he's in a, actually I'll put him in my centres as a, you know, a starting back rower, yeah. very low price. Um, I don't think you can go too far wrong there. Um, Sean Lane wasn't excited with the minutes I saw in the trials, but we know his his ceiling is hundreds, and yeah, <laughs> if you get you get him up and going, he can be fantastic in that position. Piacora, I can understand the ownership. Does look like he has an X factor in him, but um, yet to be proven. So um, I probably will end up with him in my side, but it's pretty hard when you've got the likes of um, Lukey floating around there is a little bit cheaper. And um, Jed Cartwright's one that really does interest me if he does mm -hmm. end up getting that, or now the right edge, because apparently, um, what's his name? The other bloke's going from the right to the left, but... Um, KP, no, Pierce Paul's on the left. Oh, um, Elliot. I'm not sure, but apparently, yeah, he's going to... Jed looks like he's going to be lining up on the right. Oh, okay, fair enough. Instead of the fair left, enough, but... Um, no, no, yeah. Um, Frizzell. What's his name? Frizzell, yeah. Apparently, yeah, Frizzell's going to go back to the left, which is even more exciting over there on that left edge, which is already dangerous wow. as. And really? then you're going to have Carl Where'd you hear this? Through um, media, through the SEN uh, radio chat, basically. Hmm. The Frizzell wants to go back to the left, and Jed, that's why they played Jed on the right on the, during the trials. So, wow. that sort of 
takes Lucas out of the picture as well. But it puts Tyson back on a table. Absolutely, it does with the Bradman Best and Marzu outside him. And and that's um, obviously Ponga's favourite side. So, um, But, yeah, uh, that minimum price, as long as he gets through his work's fine. There's so many options here, it's ridiculous. I've gone with Fermor over Curran and Salmon yeah, and the so likes of those guys. I had two, and I love their draw. What, he looked good enough on the weekend? Which one? Bo. Fermor. Yeah, absolutely you did. Yeah. Um, still probably a, a step behind, but th- that's only fitness in the and legs. And he's guaranteed a job for a month but at least. still very good at the picking up those line runs, um, yeah. getting himself in the right position to cause problems for the defence. So, yeah, it absolutely looked good enough there. Um, His half-brother, Ewan Aitken, is that interesting? <laughs> not particularly. Not when you've got the likes of Smithies who may end up playing 50, 60 minutes at a, a much cheaper rate. Um Pat Carrigan, who we haven't even spoke about, who could be, you know, on well, his day two. is absolutely destructive. Here's the two that, uh, dogs balls at the same price, uh, him and Torhu. Carrigan's 11%, Torhu's 2%, both at 680. Obviously, you're relying on Torhu's, as we said, legs staying attached. But mm-hmm. a 2%, I've thought long and hard about him. I had him in for ages, but just in the interest of price, I couldn't stick with it. But as a pod, if you want to go that way, he would not let you down. I, I don't even think I'm starting the year with a standout second row, to be honest. Well, that's I'm, the, uh, I'm I, looking like just and mid, I, I love, mid-ranges I love and doing a pod that. or two. I love doing that, and that's where I thought I was heading. Mm. But I couldn't. Because yep. I feel like halves and you know, others are more important. That being said, um, I am starting with Tino, and I'm going to actually start with... Uh, I, I do think Nelson... People are sleeping on Nelson because he was amazing the back in the last year, and he was injured the whole time. Yep. The busted ribs, he had broken something else. And now he's going to – if he's playing on an edge, he's terrifying. Absolutely. He will murder some teams yeah. this year. You see what some blokes and do with footwork, but sheer physicality yeah, and it's, aggression. I have to go with him. I, I, at the moment, and I'm not comfortable with this, but I've gone with Preston because I just think he will. he's a safe option, but I'm, I, I'm, okay. I'm regretting yeah, yeah. it. And I'm, I'm actually thinking it's something I can change. There, yeah, I think it's a safe base. But when you start reading out some of these names, for example, in ownership, from an ownership point of view, Torhu Harris, 2%. Yep. Scott Sorensen, 1%. Katoa, 1%. Nat Butcher, less than 1%. Uh, Madison, 0.6%, but he's going to come off the bench. Horsburgh, 09 You can't go wrong. Like, you can't go wrong. Barnett, 2%. There's so many options. It's just about getting it right. McGinnis, 1.6%. It's <laughs> making that it's right insane. decision. Yeah. Frizzell, 1.8%, which you've just half interested me in. Jackson Ford, less than 1%. Uh so on and so forth. But even Helam Lukey at 11%. I think that's probably still unders at 470. Yeah. Uh, you know there's going to be options on the edges for the Cowboys when they get it right. So if he can, you know, if he's, you're going to at least get the base out of him at that price. And then if you, if you throw in a try or two every couple of weeks. It's, yeah. Ultimately, we're just naming them. names here. Um, have we got some of the substance to say? I, I'm really bullish. Well, I'm sticking with Tino. I think he's set and forget. And he's dual. So if I need to, I can. Yeah. Hundred percent, and I think Nelson and Nelson, I and agree Nelson with and you both that, could be. Nelson could play front row, row. but yep. um, I've just gone with like I said, my two safety blankets here. Uh, Safearth, one point two percent ownership. Yes, absolutely. Um, I know he's not playing that first game, but three hundred twenty-six k, and he needs to get you thirty justify. points a week. He'll and if he's if, if he's 60, if he's playing sixty, if he hasn't finished a lock at the end of the year at lock at five sixty, no. he's not doing his job. No, hundred percent, and you might even find that he gets to five hundred pretty quickly. 
Yes. Eight, ten weeks in, and yep. there's 180 grand to go, or 100, over 200 and something grand to go play somewhere else. And I've I've gone back to Satili, Tupanua, mm-hmm. 398, year off ACL try scorer. I think he's even. I think even, well, I was saying the other night he's last 25 games he scored 19 tries or something. Yes. Um, the problem is that's where his points come from. His, his base is never fantastic. But a year on, a year older, we'll see. And I'm, yeah, as a pod, I'm very interested just to find someone else I can trust at that midish level yep. that'll score points. Uh, at the moment, I don't think you're going to struggle for him, to be honest. So let's move well, on. Well, Kai Pierce Ball's the <laughs> other one. I, I wish I'd seen something, but yeah. you know, just no, it go, yeah, there anything. it is. Yeah. No. But um, we'll move on. Yep. Excitement never, never ends at the gums, but we're going to get into <laughs> the halves, and uh, there'll be no shocks in this. Um, you would have thought before I press record, I'd hit the button, but there we go. Yes. Percentage-wise, 43% Nathan Cleary, 33% Nico, 14% Hutchinson, 13% Brooks, 12% Caesar, 10% Moses, 10% Trindle. It has to be the haves or haves-nots, doesn't it? I've just gone straight up the Nico? haves, both of them. You just go both? I'm taking both, and I'm <laughs> taking them for the whole season, hopefully, and not having to change anybody. Um, I can understand, like, the, the likes of Hutchinson, you save yourself 600 grand and you you got 600 grand to play somewhere else. It's yeah. just fattening up different parts of your team. I think these blokes both still go close to averaging 90 points every week, and if you've got both of them in your side, I don't think you can go far wrong. Gives you two captaincy options both weeks, depending on who's playing who. And then, um, yeah, you can go from there. But, um, yeah, there's there are, there's obviously interest in other players if you want to play the, the one have and the one have not. But um, I've gone doubled down straight out the bat, straight out the gates. The Sharks draws is just incredible. The Warriors first up, obviously, tough start. But then you've got Dogs, Tigers, Canberra, South, Cowboys, Canberra, St George, who they could put 40 on all of them. And I, last night when I was sitting there, Restructuring everything after I hit clear all deleted. Um, <laughs> I thought Nico had to just be had uh, in the interest of crowbarring others in. Right now, I don't have it, but I, I, I'm fairly confident that's the way I'm going to end up. Clearly, I can live or live without, but obviously, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong with 1.8 mil tied up. Though, how do you justify where where you're cutting fat CT dub? Yeah, and um, the reserves in the second row. Okay. As I, I said, I fi- mid-range is base, basically to make up my four and one reserve and then there'll be two cheap options on the bench. Well, end of the NRL's heading towards quarterback land, isn't it, really? Where you have to have Start one or to two be of that them. way. Uh, and I don't, I don't disagree. And um, even Beaver, who we're doing a draft with this week, uh, will is a proponent of you just buy the five best players and it doesn't matter after that. Well, if and you're looking at... Not wrong. And the last year's he's not been wrong. You're looking right. at the way it's scored, it's about 10 grand a point, mm. right? Or 10 and a half grand a point. Yeah. If you're getting 100, you're getting 90 out of both of them, that's 180. That's 1.8 million. And so. double that on the captain. Yeah. Fair, fair. Um, if I'm going away from anything, I don't have a lot to add. If I'm looking for one other, I do think Mitch Moses, I, can't, I don't think he'll end the year in their realm. But I think he can spend ten weeks in their realm. So, yep. He initially three hundred grand. Yes, he's on my radar. <sighs> I spend a lot of time arming out in Luke Brooks. He's someone that had great super coach scores all the time because he's a tackle breaker and that sort of thing. 
starting to push up towards not being not pot enough for me to like. So, now they're the other two. If, if you're you, going to back St George to actually score some points this year, Ben Hunt's probably not the worst option in the world at 600 grand. You know, he's going to, you know, well, he should average yeah. his 60s and he will have your games where he gets you, gets you to the 100. Um, if you're going that way, I'd rather Sam Walker. TCE or Reynolds or... Or Sam Walker, who's yeah. forgotten his... But he's 4%, which is a little bit less than forgotten, but got kicks goals, and if we're bullish on them having a great year, he... he Remember that first year he came in, he was racking up 150s, 160s. Yeah, 100%. Um, do I really want to dive into that right now? No, but that's why I would look at that. I don't have a lot else to add. The to only cheap it. option I'd be looking at is Cogger if he gets a start at Newcastle, 460. But then again, he still needs to average 50 to get you make make your money. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm just doubling down with the top two. There's no one else here um, beyond wishing... Injury to which I won't. Obviously, I'm not. <laughs> but if obviously if Pezzet, uh, one of the Melbourne halves, yeah, yeah. breaks a leg, then Pezzet would almost be like a stop everything you're doing and bring him in. Five eight. The the pool's even emptier. This is the emptiest pool I've seen in a long time. With all due respect to these five eights. Yep. Uh, you almost have to if you're not going in one of the top three. I don't, I don't want to sound like a dick, but you're probably not doing it right. Can you justify anyone else? Well, ownership-wise, interesting split, though. 47% Ethan Strange, understandable. 34% K.O. Weeks, understandable. That will all switch around That'll depending who's named. Absolutely. Uh, Dylan Brown, 22. Ezra Mam, 18. Luke Brooks, 13. So between that and halves, he's he's in the teens for both. Same as Caesar. Trindle, next best, 10%. And off you go. I've just gone, you know what? If 8% of people own Cameron Munster and it's 10 grand cheaper than the other fella, or 60 grand cheaper than the other fella, I'll take Cam Munster and take my chances. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't argue with that. Do you, do they have a, a very, very unappealing draw? And I know people are going to rant and rave about that, as I've also used the draw excuse in others, but it's fucking Cameron Munster. I think it'd be fine. And you might find that Dylan Brown doesn't start the year on fire and you can pick him up 80 grand cheaper in... You know, three or four weeks down the track. But um, I've stuck with him. Um, you know, when he's on fire, the, there's 150 coming. Um, there's plenty of options there with Sean For Munster? No, uh, for Dylan Brown. Oh, right, yeah. But same with Munster. There's sorry, yeah, same, no, sorry. Exact same thing. So um, you have the best part of two and a half in three players in your halves. Yeah, and then another two in the fullback. Who is your... <laughs> okay, who's your backup? I've gone with K.O. Weeks at the moment, but yeah. if it was Strangers named, it would probably be him, um, just to try and generate some money there. Um, There's not really any other options unless you want to take a chance on someone like Luke Metcalf or Braden Trindle. Um, Metcalf probably interests me more uh, than Trindle, just the fact with his ball playing. But um, It's just not a position for mids. Like you, you can't just have 400 sitting around here, can you? Not particularly, not, not not to start the season anyway. During once we get a bit our teeth into it, and you see who's actually performing, then possibly. Well, as but. as an app, for example, well, I've gone, I've just gone Galvin because I need to save money somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to cop the fact. Obviously, other people won't. Uh, but if he can get to 400 by the time Jaden Campbell's fit, hello, yep. I've got somewhere else to go. Otherwise, maybe sense. I not need to. Yep. Uh, but I've gone, as I said, Munster. Uh, there's not even anyone I'd recommend at some there. Yeah, I don't know. Move on. Should we just move on? Yep. Ke- move you on. know, you think you can think about a Kiri, you can think about a Lui, but I think they are what they are. 
Mm-hmm. Next up, we get to the CT Dub, which is very, very, well, again, open. A lot of people, this is their cheap spot. This is where they want to go to save their cash. I've gone against that a little bit, and I've gone upwards of mid slightly because I think it's a chance to get a jump on a lot of people in terms of ownership. Uh, though, 47% Ethan Strange, 46% Ben Trevojevic, understandable. Taylor May, 36 Sherry, 35 That will obviously gut out if he's not named. Uh, RTS, 33 Kale Kyle, Kyle Iroh, 27 again. Will probably be nothing. <laughs> but but again, list, and he's just that twenty grand too expensive to be Chevy enough. Stewart. You can't, yeah. and Chevy Stewart won't be there either. Jed Cartwright, he's probably the one that's on your radar. Yep. And Jack Bostock, three fourteen, probably a hundred grand more than you'd like. But and Jamin Salmon, three seventeen. It's only because he's been yeah. a bit exposed previously. Bostock, um, obviously had a few decent scores last year. weren't great, but um, yeah. What are your thoughts on CT Dub? Um, yeah, as you said, cheap. Cheaper options there. I've, I've already t- said I've got Ben Dravojevic in there. Um, I do like Taylor May, but I'm not sure how hot Penrith will start just going off what we saw in the um, the, the World Club Challenge. So that may be one I revisit. Roger Tulvastashek for mine has been the, the standout player of the trials. He's looked every well, he just has to be bought, doesn't of he? fantastic just, yeah. <laughs> Roger that we saw before he left. And um, he's made people look silly. He's been ultra-involved in everything that's happened. And there's probably even more upside when the games start to get a bit slower. He, he's probably going to jump into dummy half and do a bit of work out of there as well. So, <laughs> for and, my and I couldn't imagine there's not sets where he just goes, Chance, have a breather, bro. I'll take this next one up. And yeah, For mine, he's my first pick, CTW at the moment. Um, Bostock, I do like if he's starting in that position. And the Dolphins, you said the, there's a nice draw there as well. Um, Jed Cartwright, if he gets that starting spot on the right-hand side for the, the Newcastle Knights, he's, he'll double in his ownership uh, come team list named. Um, going down the track, like, yeah, if, you, if you're looking for cheapies, you're looking for the likes of Harley Smith Shields that might get a starting spot. Um, Dean uh, and a few different people like that. Um, but Speculating. It, yeah, yeah it, it's a little bit too much speculation for me. I have spent more money than I expected you here. I've gone yep. for RTS. Yep. I've gone AJ Brimson. I loved what I saw from him. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully Can't his head's still that. attached. Um, and I've I've, bl- I've plonked Ben Trevoy, which is a starter here. Well, Jacob Gay going now getting a start. If he holds that wing position actually. for Souths. Bottom um, dollar, 204,000. He, he's already in, actually, I'm putting him right now. Because I had a placeholder from um, Alex Lobb in the form of the Tigers. Well, there you go. You got so one that's starting. I've got one that I know least. starting, so that's very easy trade I've just done. <laughs> um, confirm? confirm? But there's some X-Factor guys out there, like your Cobos, your Bests. You know they're well, going to I was very bullish on having Cobo. Like, and I think some of them... Some weeks you've are seen, just going to destroy teams, but there's some week, uh, you, The other big thing is, as you and I both know, have some patience. Mm. If you get Cobo round one and he scores 12, don't trade him round two. Just give him a month. Um, I've gone. So. I've also looked at you and Aiken just because of that draw that I've been falling in love with. I may even push him in the back row. Not sure because him and both again, him and his brother Bo, I still keep thinking of the same people. <laughs> but I, I might swap and change here. Yeah. But there's a lot of um, guys that will their ownership will change dramatically come team lists if you get guys. Because it's the fallback yeah. spot where everyone goes. 
We'll just throw the cheapies. Anyone in. under three hundred k that gets named as a starter will be swooped upon by people trying to crowbar in an extra half fullback hooker. Richie Kenner, no pick. He's four fifty, terribly priced. Someone I was going to ask you about was the Fox. Any yes. interest? I don't know if they give him enough opportunity. I know you'll you'll see the kicks from Burton, the, the, like into the backfield where he can run and chase and that. But head to head, and you know, being well, able to finish in a sweep be positioned on the outside of someone. But if he's on the edge with kick out, if they get it right though. You saw well, how, exactly. you know, Taff kick out cry. The first week, their middles Fox. looked like a million dollars, and then they came up against a team it's that a roll went, dice, will take it? you off, on in the middle, and nothing happened. Mm. Like they tried to get the ball out wide, but nothing happened because it was the middle was stagnant. So, he's someone that I gave great thought to, but ultimately, he, he never has a great base, does he? Oh, he d- does a little bit of work, but yeah, there, there, there will be games where you'll get yeah, a 12 yeah. or a 20 out of him. and... Yeah. yeah, but then you'll get games you get 160 because you'll get four or five tries. But um, that was the only one sort of we hadn't discussed. I was like, you know what? Mm, is it worth thinking about? Anyone else for you? No, not off the top of my head. No. Let me just look through the lower end of the percentage. and Not really. You know what you get? Like I said, if you're willing to back one, it's a good po- uh, pod in a lot of ways to go and find... Somewhat a couple you can trust, it, and maybe flip it on, flip the comp on people if you want to approach comp that way and just go with Val and Izarko straight off the bat. And yeah, hundred percent goal kicking, aim for your hundreds, and yeah. lots of people won't be getting Gary, those points. Yeah, and if you're going to cheap well. out somewhere else and grab three of those blokes, they might all get you a hundred one week. And exactly, uh, the the two for the record, you mentioned two warriors, three quarters Montoya one point four percent. Barry, I can't even find... AJ Brimson's still 1%. That's preposterous. That is silly. <laughs> it's just the price, I think, that scares I get, people yeah, a little bit. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's right. Because that, he's going to need to give you 60 every week, uh, or an average of 60. And Rocco is one point. So more people own Rocco Barry at 388 than own AJ Brimson, who's a bona fide state of origin star. Anyway, that's Absolutely fine. Absolutely on price. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Let me wipe that out. Yeah, no one else. And there's no one else on a promise ring us we can really talk about just yet. No. Um, for the teams being named. Fullbacks. Not much we can discuss here because it's generally picky poison. Um, in terms of the filter, though, um, as I load this so it's not dead air, who are you looking at for your fullbacks before I read them out? Um, my pick and stick is going to be... Um, what do I keep forgetting his fucking name? Reese Walsh. At eight hundred and thirteen, I know he's a little to bit pronounce names. He's a little bit pricey, but I think he averages well over eighty by the end of the season. Uh, the Broncos get going and are dominant against the majority of the competition, which they can be. I know you can sit there and watch him for sixty-five minutes, and he's on fifteen, and you're screaming at your telly. But then by the end of the eighty minutes, he's on one hundred and sixty because he's just yeah. done some stupidly good stuff. And we mentioned all last season, there's still yet to be a game where he is, everything he's tried's landed. And when he does, <laughs> it's going to, you know, yeah. there could be a two or three week run where he's averaging 150 plus. So. KO Weeks, 34%. Kale Iro, 37%. Chevy Stewart, 25%, who looks like he won't make the team. Um, for the record, Canberra, uh, Ricky Stewart said 
Rappin is the fullback. Yeah, apparently. Rappin are the fullback, and Chris will be in the centres. Ryan Papenhausen, 22. Hammer, 17. Tom, 15. Savage, 15. Walsh, 14. Faye Longo, 13. Again, another one that won't be in and around the squad, I would suggest. Uh, the top end is very much picky poison. Another one, Jacob Gagai, we mentioned in the we centres. Him, yeah, yeah, he's I a jewel him. there as a fullback as well. So I, if I you're trying to save imagine, some money. To me, it's not in, to me, halves and fullback aren't the place to go cheap. No, fullbacks, yeah, big Definitely money. You, you, you spend your money fullback and work forward. I have gone with Teddy, 3% ownership. Uh, I'm going to trust the old boy to get one more year out of him and is a nice enough port. I'm going to go that way. And I've gone Pappy. So I need to see uh, what... Did he get a knock in the trial? He didn't do a great deal. I can remember. I think he's had his little run and got off. But uh, both of them will be more than 645 and 700 if they do their job properly to start the year. Might be the year for Dylan Edwards. Might be the year he generally takes over Teddy at 4%. But it's ums and ahs. 1.8% Gutho still looks very low early year. But 800k is a lot to spend. Um, and a top, the top price is a drink order, 851 too expensive right now. Tommy, 833 at 15%, and Reese Walsh, 40%, 813 So of those four, yeah, I, I would be potting up with Gutho, but it was it is. Dolphins, Newcastle, St George, not the best defensive outside backs. There's drink water to start the season. That's fair. But is, yeah. A you're very big price. Top, so top dollar. You're paying premium, but as I said, um, I'm more than happy to play pay premium for my fullbacks. So. Is, that, is that what you've gone with? Uh, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm looking at Walsh and drink water to start the wow. season. But so I might leave Walsh out just just for the first month and stick with someone a little bit cheaper and then try to go with Walsh or drink water. One of the other, pick them up a month into the comp. Mm. But they're the two for mine that I want to have for the first half of the season. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, maybe I've gone a little bit too mid across the rest of you. How have you saved your money then? Where you cut your fat? Oh, basically every bench position that's there. Yeah. <laughs> is the, I don't think I've got a bench player over about $350,000. So, um, yeah, whereas a lot of guys would be, you know, dub- doubling down in the back row and all that kind of stuff. I've, I've gone pretty, pretty light on... Pretty much all my reserves, which, you know, could come as a downfall, obviously, especially when you're getting into depth and stuff like that. But I think I'm well, I'm hoping to be right for the first five to six weeks, and that's when I'll start bumping up some of those guys on the bench and yep. play around with what's going on with my 17. So. No, fair enough. Any final takeaways from what we've discussed? Um, trust your gut. Like, seriously, I don't know how many times I've been playing this since the, the inception of Supercoach. I've been playing it since the very first season that it started. And every time I've gone against what I've felt that I needed to do and gone, tried to be smart about it and do it a different way, it's come back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> if you're feeling that way and you've got a strong feeling that that's the way you need to set up, then set up that way. But... Mm. There's positions, there's the three main positions in my, oh, there's four realistically. Your hooker, your second row, your halves and your fullback is where you want to be spending at least two-thirds of your money. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, 
and and Dana said it very well on last year's Supercoach show. You can you can trust front rowers or front rowers. You're worrying about ten grand here, there, or Try twenty here points. And there. Yeah. You, you can if you want to trim fat, it might be the way to go. You can still get it, it's okay to get forty I think points. Second row is a little bit that way this year. I think there's so many. I don't think you can go wrong. I think you can go yeah. wrong. But and that's, even thinking out loud, I might flick Preston for the sake of two hundred grand just to put that somewhere more uh, appropriate. But um, yeah, just is there anyone at lower mid that you just go, you know what, this is coming? But if it, it, we're stamping, every, you know, we're going to stamp. I think we're stamping Nico Cleary. Nico Cleary, go get him. Get yourself a strong hooker. Spend your money on your fullbacks. Is there a a mid player that you like? Oh, I'm a bit excited. You're a bit excited about? Well, there's two. Piacora and Luki for mine. Okay. I think those two could go gangbusters to start the season. Um, they've, they've got every attribute that ne- that's needed in those positions. As long as they keep fit and get the time that I'm expecting, which is 60 minutes plus for both of them, then I can see scores of averaging 70 and 80 where they're priced at 45. So, I think Tupanua gets back up to 550. If he's given every possible chance. The only thing I was going to say, um, obviously, save your trades. Hello. <laughs> uh, if you know, you know. But also, if you bring someone in, don't freak out after a week. No, absolutely not. You, you trust your gut if you get to do it. Even two bad scores. Yeah. Give him another two give games. Him, give him three. Or yeah. Give him three. Give him um, a little bit. Uh, Bullish and AJ Brimson as well. I think he's going to have a big super coach here. Concentrate on, your, on the... Um, I like to break it down to five, six weeks at a, at a time mm-hmm. and have a look at what trades. Like, Try to plan three, four weeks ahead. Mm-hmm. Don't be making a trade just for the sake of making a trade. Like, Plan your trades. Go, okay, I, he want, I want to go from him to him in four weeks' time. If it doesn't work, you can sort of rejig and but still always end up at that goal that you're looking for. Yeah. And um, styles of play are massive, especially with your outside backs, your halves, your full backs. The way they match up against opposition, all that kind of stuff. The yeah. captaincy, who you reserve and who you play, who you don't play. Big choices. Beautiful. Um, so where are you heading Sunday, Bar? To the staff. Mm-hmm. Piermont. Jealous. Star City Casino. <laughs> Going down there for the Supercoach Hub. Uh, also, we have the Supercoach and Lifeline yeah, uh, Supercoach Competition. $50 buy-in, half of that will go directly to Lifeline, $25 will go to the prize pool. We have a link up on our Facebook page that you can uh, join, which will directly um, give a recommendation to us that you've joined the competition through there. Um, for $50 for the entire season, uh, you, you know, you get to follow along, see how you you line up against some of the better super coach players in the competition. The cream of the crop. Absolutely, and um, yeah, it, we all love it. It's heaps of fun, and for fifty bucks, uh, twenty-five of that going directly to Lifeline is um, pretty good competition, I would imagine. So I'll be jumping on in the next couple of days. And Absolutely, I'll, I'll put the link in get the a, get involved uh, podcast description. I'll put the link in the YouTube description, and I'll reshare again tomorrow on the socials. Socials, as we say, yep. and uh, that should wrap us up. Next time we talk, there'll be some rugby league to talk about. Some super coach points on the board, and yeah, when try and competition um, points on the board. Do some more direct super coach stuff as we go through the year. 
uh, don't forget to sign up for PCTC Tipping Comps and take us on. $50 buy-in gets you a um, chance to win the best part of three grand on taking us on as well as the other uh, 100 or so people that are always involved at least. Plenty more to come. So looking forward to all of that. And we'll do it again this week, Barn. Next we Tuesday, we're going to preview a full round, minus two. We'll throw in a couple of bets out there for you guys. Yes, we've anyone got, um, that wants to get some involved. bets to come as well. So that's all fun and games. Uh, be good, guys. Bring on a footy, eh? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>